Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and welcome to this special edition of Popcorn where we're going to talk about the Emmy nominations. Now, come on, I talk about movies all the time and we're excited about the fall and what happens with them, but what are we all now? We're slaves to TV. We binge watch, we do everything, and so suddenly the Emmys are crucial to our lifetime. So it's worth going over some of the nominations in the major categories. And I'm going to start with the Outstanding Drama Series. You know, there are like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven nominees in this category, but I'm going to talk about the one I think will win and the ones that I am rooting to win. So The Handmaid's Tale, which won last year, and the second season isn't quite on par with the first one, but it's still amazing. It's still about a future in which women are basically slaves to toxic masculinity. It's still powerful. But people, what about the Americans? The Americans is, it did its last season. It's been nominated to death, and it's never won. Come on, people. Did you watch the last season? So I'm rooting for that one. Outstanding comedy series, again, a batch of nominees. Last year's winner was Atlanta. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about this. This is uh, for Donald Glover as the star, as a writer and director. Everything is triumphant. The second season was at least as good as the first one that he won for. And I just also believe that there should be a little spreading of the wealth around. And there was a comedy, a, a, a real kind of old retro sort of comedy that works like a charm called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, starring Rachel Brosnahan and written by Amy Sherman Palladino, who did Gilmore Girls. Something about this, set in 1958 in New York with a woman finding her voice through comedy, just hit me in the right kind of way. So all due respect to Donald Glover in Atlanta, I'm out there rooting for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Then there's Outstanding Limited Series. I'm not going to explain what goes on in these categories because it's too complicated. But among the nominees, there's a Western called Godless. Godless was on Netflix, and it has Jeff Daniels at his very best in it, playing a real villain who's making life hell for Jack O'Connor's character. And women, uh, Michelle Dockery, Merritt Weaver, really have their place in what's usually a male-driven kind of genre. But I'm going for the assassination of Johnny Versace, which Ryan Murphy produced and directed, because this story of the murder of Versace is done so powerfully as a miniseries that we begin to understand Andrew Cunanan and the way that Darren Criss plays him. We don't sympathize with this killer, but we see how society helped create him. I, I'm all about that one. Then we go to the acting. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Elizabeth Moss, always terrific. Uh, and Handmaid's Tale, which she won for last time. She could win for again. I wouldn't object to it at all. I'm sounding like a broken record about uh, the Americans and Carrie Russell. People, you should have her in the mix as well and think of voting for her because she was dynamite in this last season. But I have a special liking for Sandra Oh in, in a show called Killing Eve. And BBC America did it. It doesn't have that wide audience. And she's basically a desk-bound spy who sort of rubs shoulders with this assassin she's trying to catch. And it becomes, between these two women, something that I have never seen in TV before. It's two people who 
one's good, one's bad, and they come together in the middle. Fascinating stuff. So you Emmy people have your work cut out for you. All right, outstanding lead actor in a drama series, Sterling K. Brown. I hear that name and I always hear people opening envelopes and saying, Sterling K. Brown, yes, he should win for the People versus O.J. Simpson, and he did. He should win for This Is Us, and he did, and he's up for This Is Us again. But here I go, broken record me, saying, what about Matthew Reese? Did you watch the last episode of The Americans? Did you see his scene in the garage where he's basically being faced by his friend, Noah Emmerich, who he's betrayed, and see what goes on in terms of acting in that scene? Amazing. So that's where I'm going. All right, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Here we go. Tracy Ellis Ross in Blackish has been so good for so long, and she's lost like the last half dozen times to Julia Louis-Dreyfus in Veep. And there's no Veep this year. Uh, they took that time off. There was no Veep, so it's an open category, and she certainly do. But for me, this award needs to go to Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This is a comedy that is an hour long, which kind of breaks that half-hour rule and Rachel Brosnahan sustains this show. She makes everything about this character nuanced and fascinating. So, Rachel, in my own private Emmy, I've engraved your name already on it. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Uh, we see a lot of people there. Donald Glover in Atlanta was the winner of this last year. That's what the Emmys do. They tend to say, let's do it. I mean, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, that's six times that she's won. And if Donald Glover wins again, no protest for me. But I have to say a word about Bill Hader and Barry. Whatever you think of Barry and what HBO has done with it, Hader is a comedian who is really expert. But here playing a hitman who's going to acting class, he's doing something I've never seen him do before. He's found depths in this character that are terrific. And I think he should give Donald Glover a real run for his Emmy money. All right, outstanding lead actress in a limited series. This is a very tough one. Jessica Biel, who we all know is gorgeous, married to Justin Timberlake, all of those things. So she becomes a tabloid figure. But she produces as well as acts in a show called The Sinner, in which she plays a woman who we see commit a terrible crime. And the show is about why this woman was led to commit that crime. And she's up to every scene in it. She's just terrific. But her competition is Laura Dern in The Tale. And I don't know if everybody watched The Tale on HBO. Uh, it's about sexual abuse. It's about Laura Dern's character having a conversation with her 13-year-old self. It's perfect acting. Laura Dern won last year for supporting in Big Little Lies and is just getting better with each thing she does. So I'm going with Laura Dern for that one. If you have any differences, you know where to find me. Outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie. Um, again, it's a tough one. People are really, when they hear the name Benedict Cumberbatch, they say, let's nominate him. So for every time he played Sherlock Holmes, there was a nomination. But this time he's in Patrick Melrose, a guy who's coming apart. He's on heroin. He's having a meltdown like you've never seen before. It's a real bravura kind of tour de force. But me, I'm going with Darren Criss as, as playing Andrew Cunanan in the assassination of Johnny Versace because what Darren Criss is doing, this is the guy from Glee who we see basically playing characters who are lighter. And he gives substance to this 
and humanity to someone who's lost his own humanity. A, a really great performance. Now we have some supporting categories and supporting actress in a drama series. Um, look, Anne Dowd, who's been a guest on Popcorn. Um, she's Aunt Lydia on The Handmaid's Tale, one of the scariest people that I've ever seen as a character. Anne Dowd herself is perfectly nice, but this character keeps growing uh, with each season. She's just as good. She won the Emmy before. She has another one, no objection. But I want to say a word about Vanessa Kirby in The Crown. I, I'm, I'm leaving The Crown out a lot, but here she's playing Princess Margaret. So she's the sister of the Queen. And what she does with this is so surprising, making somebody who lived in her sister's shadow come to the fore. I'd like to see somebody new like this who is really so talented. So I'm rooting for Vanessa in that category. Outstanding supporting actor in a drama series, David Harbour in Stranger Things. Stranger Things is a, movie, it's a kind of CB series everybody likes, but David Harbour's character of the sheriff keeps growing, and he has never been better than he was this past season. So there he is. If he has to lose to somebody, I want it to be Matt Smith in The Crown, who plays Prince Philip, not a likable character in any way, and gives him so many colors. Plus, Matt Smith was Doctor Who once, you know? Come on, let's get these people that are in the shadow of the crown a little more attention. Okay, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. Uh, Kate McKinnon in Saturday Night Live wins all the time. You're not going to hear any objection from me. You know, she's so great playing whatever celebrity, whether it's Hillary Clinton, whether it's Jeff Sessions, she plays them all brilliantly. But I want to say a word about Alex Borstein in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's the woman who is managing Mrs. Maisel's career. She speaks the blunt truth about everything. She's hilarious doing it, and she's also incredibly touching doing it. So, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Here, we have so many. Alec Baldwin in Saturday Night Live won already for doing his Trump. So do we need to give him another one for doing Trump? If you do, that's your choice. But I'm saying something about two people I think were just great this year. One is Henry Winkler on Barry, playing the assassin Barry's drama teacher as a money-grubbing. He's just the worst kind of guy. And Winkler gives him humor. He gives him heart. He gives him some bitterness as well. It's a great performance. And Tony Shalhoub, Tony Shalhoub, who just won a Tony for the band's visit and who played Monk and who's great and everything, plays Mrs. Maisel's father in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and does miracles with it. So how you're going to choose between these three, I have no idea. I have, I'm giving a little edge to Tony Shalhoub. All right, Outstanding Supporting Actress in the Limited Series or Movie. Both of the ones who are favorites are from The Assassination of Johnny Versace. One is Penelope Cruz, who played Donatella, uh, Johnny's sister, and who is making something of a part that really isn't that well written on this series, but she embodies her as something. And then Judith Light, who plays the wife of a victim, of uh, Andrew Cunanan's victim. And Judith Light is like, has a light under a bushel for too long. This person is one of the best actors working in television or theater or movies. So a tough one there. It's probably going to be Penelope Cruz because she's the biggest star. Outstanding supporting actor in the limited series or movie. Here, 
Jeff Daniels in Godless is playing a villain so disgusting that he carries part of his rotted, decapitated arm around with him and is so just loathsome and disgusting that how could he lose? But I want to put in a word for Ricky Martin in the assassination of Johnny Versace because what he does as Versace's lover who's left behind after his death is something you don't expect from somebody of his celebrity and his size. He plays his character human scale. So everybody, happy Emmys.